All right, I think we're live. Holy cow. Welcome to Sports the Fears with your host, Monique Saza and Love Francis. Actually, is it Love Saza or Love Francis? It's Love Francis. it's Love Saza, but doing business as Love, Love Francis, DBA. Are we? Are you? Are you changing your name? I am changing it, honey. Oh, nice. I just haven't truthfully started the process. The paperwork. Yet. Yeah, mm. but that you know, intention is all that matters. Yes, right? of course. So. so, should I introduce you as Love Saza or Love Francis? Yeah, I, that's that's cool. Is that cool? I think we're at that point. I think we're yeah. I think we're at that point. Yeah, I think yeah. it's been enough time. Yeah, we're, we're seasoned enough. We're seasoned enough. Yeah, yeah. Like Let's get in the game. I think we can we can definitely do that. I, okay, so welcome uh, to Scorch the Fears with your your co-host and your host today, Munif Saza and Love Saza. I like the sound beautiful. It sounds beautiful. Or should, is it Munif and Love Munif Saza? Munif and Love Saza. Is it, or is it Mr. and Mrs. Saza? I think that's like, we can do that when we're like at a different level. You know? Oh, that's like when we're a little older. Yeah, like Mr. and Mrs. Sasa. Wow. When we're like receiving awards and stuff. Awards. Yeah. Just being on this podcast is an award. Is an award. So, you know. so yes, we are Love and Neef Sasa. Neef and Love Sasa. Look, we've got our favorite person here, Parisa. What is up, Parisa? Hi. Hello, Parisa. Our gal. Yes. She's got a deal haircut now. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love Parisa. She's awesome. Um, so the context today is um, Jonah asked us to host uh, today's episode of mm-hmm. Scorch the Fears. Sorry, yes. honey, my legs in your way. Yeah, it's okay. Um, today, Jonah asked us to, Jonah's a good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, we both like met him separately, right? Like I didn't meet him through you and you didn't meet him through me. No, right? no, 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 no. He's, um, how do we know him? I don't know how you know him. I know him because um, I met well, him. Well, I mean, for most people, we pretty much know them. If they're in the real estate community, we know them. Through. Well, true. But I met, like, Femi through you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, there's people, like, you know, um, like, I'm sure you met Noah, like, through me. You know what I mean? Um, I guess officially, but I've known him. But no you've known one, him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've, like, like um, technically, I met you through Luciano because you were his friend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I met Jonah at the um, triple digit flip. Yeah, but like in terms of like how, like what's that channel, you know, that we met him through? Oh, through sub two. Of course, of course. Okay, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's how we met. That's how we met. (laughs) So um, just to give you context, Jonah's a friend of ours. He has, he, you know, owns this podcast and he asked me in love to host today's episode. And talk about, you know, marriage and business because Love and I are not only business partners, mm-hmm. but we're also married. Um, mm-hmm. And so we we got married. Ooh, nice ring. Nice ring. <laughs> it's actually his mom's um, ring that his dad gave her when they first mm-hmm. got together, when we first got married. Yeah. It got passed down and it's so special and it means the world to me. It's it's a beautiful story. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, like uh, history on that. Right? Oh my gosh, so much and like it comes with the whole set. Like, I don't know. They didn't see it. It's, it's yeah, it's from Bangladesh. That's yeah. where Munich is from. But um, it comes with like a necklace and earrings, and it's just so beautiful. Thank you, honey. Yeah. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so, I'm so sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, you're good. So we, um, you know, we wanted to do this episode and we're really excited to do this episode because it, 
really to talk about how, you know, maybe we met, we can talk a little bit about how we met um, and how we worked together. And Jonah actually um, gave us like a list of questions that we yeah. might answer and that'd, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but we met through our real estate community, the same community Jonah is a part of, it's called Sub2. Mm-hmm. I wear the hat, I like to rep Sub2. Mm-hmm. And we met through our mutual friend, Luciana, who hosted a meetup mm-hmm. that you didn't even want to go to. You were going to actually not attend the meetup, but you, you know, one of our friends, Renee, called you. Yeah. She was like, hey, come to the meetup. You ended up coming to the meetup. You met me there. Yeah. We met. Mm-hmm. We didn't really, I wouldn't say we hit it off. No. Um, we no. just like got to know each other, just exchanged a few words. But I, I mean, knew, I was, I held your camera. That's not hitting it off. Exactly. I, I was going to say that. She, I don't I, know what else. I, I document. So I document more. a lot of my, um, you know, like, like talks or if I go to a meetup and I speak and I have a camera. So I was like documenting it. And then yeah. like, I, I um, you offered to hold it while I went up and talked. Mm-hmm. That was really sweet of you. Yeah. And then you went to the bathroom and I was like, this dude has been holding it for so long and you were very like involved. I'm like, let me, let me help this, this guy out. You know, let me so, help a pal out. So, ladies, if you want to find your husband, you need to offer strangers to hold their phone while they speak so that you can record them speaking. Uh-huh. That's how she did it. That's how she landed me. And you can do it, too. Um, so you, you offered to hold my camera, mm-hmm. which is really sweet. Um, we talked a little bit. Um, I found out you're a transaction coordinator, which I thought was really cool because I do not like paperwork. Mm-hmm. It's not my strength. It's my weakness. And a transaction coordinator in real estate is somebody who uh, handles, you know, the paperwork of buying and selling real estate, make sure, you know, it's compliance, make sure that the attorneys are reviewing the correct paperwork and they're not missing anything. Cause we all know that attorneys sometimes might make mistakes or, um, you know, so actually, um, it differs a little bit the definition between like a traditional TC mm-hmm. and like a creative TC, Ooh, right? Please tell us. So, with a traditional TC and in, in, in the traditional sense, um, you know, going through the open market, having a realtor, um, a TC is just going back and forth with like the paperwork, getting it signed, and just sending it to the right people. Right. They're not involved with reading things making sure things are correct like that's they, not what a traditional that's, that's not what a traditional oh i didn't know that you all. do that you're so good with it yeah yeah so um that's something people don't know and i think it kind of got um glamorized and sub two in, in the creative world right where what we do is a little bit different but there are times where i'm still like that's actually it's not what i do it's like so yeah, it's I not get... really your job to double check the attorney exactly it's not it's as a, as a traditional tc it's not but i do those things just because you know i i want to be able to get things to the finish line and i want things to be done correctly um but that's i guess in real estate right that just goes to prove where it's like there can be so many people involved and things can still be missing mm. right and things can still fall through the crack and um it's there are times where I, I still miss things right mm-hmm. and I have a team and they they even catch it and stuff but wow. um that's but basically yeah the definition differs between a traditional TC and a creative TC wow you heard it here first okay so a traditional TC does not double check things no but she does <laughs> so if you're looking for a transaction coordinator she's your gal amazing people oh my gosh Jonah's here 
Oh my goodness. Jonah, we miss you, man. Aw. This this podcast. Yeah, I didn't know he moved to Colorado. He moved to Colorado. Yeah, he moved to Colorado That's from awesome. California. But okay, so in in the sense you were going on about um, how we met. So yeah, so I was she's a what TC. What we do. Uh-huh. Um, she's a TC. I do a little bit different things. I like find deals. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm like I'm like a little um, I'm like that squirrel in Ice Age that's looking for that big nut. And I just look for that big nut in in deals. so i'm just constantly looking constantly chasing that big knife everywhere i can and um that's what i do and so when i i I met her i was like oh that was really cool you're a tc um and then you know we we like met a couple times as friends and then we you know that's actually he was saying how i that's you know he like I landed him by recording his content. He landed me by chasing after me after the meetup, and he was like, "I need a TC." <laughs> that's that's actually how you how you land exactly TC gals guys. So guys, if you're looking to get married, what you do what you got to do is you got to find out what the woman you're interested in does for a living, and you got to say, "Oh, that's exactly the profession I'm looking for in my life." Like, even if, like, you know, you're a doctor and, like, you know, she does something completely different. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Just right. Say, exactly. let's, like, let's say she um, she does eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. uh, is that an aesthetician? Aesthetician, aesthetician? yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to see that. I've been looking for aesthetician. You know, my eyelashes have never been done before. <laughs> I'm just really looking for somebody to do them. I don't, I don't need them, but I just, I would know. prefer to have one in my life. Right. That's what, that's what I said. <laughs> and um, even in that moment, though, right? It was the conversation, but um, we didn't even end up working together. No. In that time. Frame. No, you, I couldn't afford you. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like, dang, she like, she's got like really good prices. Good for her. Not good for me. I I don't make enough money in my business. That's so funny. That's so funny. And, and we weren't doing creative deals because, like, yeah, really, cash we're doing time. cash. Yeah. So it's like, I could do the TC for cash, yeah. which is really easy. Cash mm-hmm. deals are like, we're going to buy it for this much money. Uh-huh. And then we're going to pay you that much money. Right. It's, it's just, straightforward. it's straightforward. Yeah. Um, I mean, but you know, with your cash deals, you've had to deal with some issues, right? Like, I had issues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, are you still hire? We should have still hired a TC in retrospect and yeah. we had a tc we actually had um we worked with oh yeah katie. you did yeah, yeah, katie, yeah, yeah katie's yeah. awesome she yeah. worked with her for a while she was dope yeah um and then we started now we started doing more creative deals and she tc's all of our all of our deals now oh yeah cash um, creative i got the i got the husband discount Facts. so now i'm like honey like um like we'll just pay like we'll just pay you a discount for our deals right baby and she's like yeah sure fine no problem no problem yeah. So no I just, problem. I just like I just like milk the husband discount. So she gives me a discount. So like guys, if she gives you a discount, be very grateful because I barely get a discount. <laughs> I'm married. I, I'm married to her, huh. and, and you know it's not free. You know what I mean. So if she's not doing TC for me for free, you know, be happy to get a discount. Yeah, and I think um, that's something I want to delve into as well in in regards to where we were at in our businesses, Mm -hmm. because you said, you know, you used to do a lot of only cash transactions and you've, 
um, pivoted a lot since then. And right. like, you know, that's kind of the beauty of this business where you can expand. There's so many things to tackle. There's so many things to accomplish. There's so many new avenues to, to, to take on and to learn. Mm -hmm. um, and even with me, with my TC stuff, right? When I first started, I was doing something completely different where right, I wasn't yeah. charging up front. I was charging right. in the end and um, I had to change that model, right? I've had to change what I was doing. And, and even with that, I've had to expand and learn new things um, to be able to add on to my services. So um, I want to, I want to discuss that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I want to discuss that a little bit, but I think I want to first go into. Ooh, we got the notes. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, as you know, we, we are in the real estate field. Yes. Um, we, so the first note says introduce who you are and what you do. So is that what we're doing right now? We, we did that, I think. Right. Okay. So yeah. we're in real estate. I own a transactions coordinating company. Yes. Um, you said you're like the squirrel in Ice Age. You mm -hmm. kind of I chase you, the big nut. You just chase the big nut. <laughs> what, oh, what's so funny about that, honey? I don't understand. There's, no, there's absolutely nothing funny about that. So why are you laughing? It's just you're so funny. It's why? Just a concept. I mean, you know? like, what do you mean? You just you make me laugh. Oh, that's so sweet. You make me laugh. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> so. Um, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Essentially, you, you chase that, that big number. Right. I got I do whatever it takes to get the nut. So if that means, you know, finding the nut. <laughs> now I'm, you're playing with my emotions. You're, you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> and I will not tolerate it. <laughs> putting an end to it. So I find, I find deals, I find deals, right? So how I find the deals, I can, you know, I, I, we, we talk to realtors, mm -hmm. um, we, we talk to, uh, you know, sellers, sellers. To sellers. Mm -hmm. even other wholesalers, mm -hmm. you know, we'll work with wholesalers and find their dead leads, convert their dead leads into deals, um, or even just buy deals from wholesalers. Mm -hmm. And so it's two things, right? There are deals. I find deals and I find money. Mm -hmm. So I either work with people who have money or I work with people who can do operations and mm -hmm. then I find the money. So I find the deals, fund the deals, mm -hmm. but I don't do operations. Mm -hmm. So that means what do I don't, what do I not do? I don't, um, I don't like manage rehabs. So if there's a property that needs like to be you know, renovated, I don't manage that. I'm mm -hmm. not really good at that. If there's um, an Airbnb that needs to be ran or operated, I don't manage that. I'm not really good at that kind of stuff. I'm mm -hmm. really good at finding deals. Um, like, for example, let's say there's a seller who's got a series of problems or a set of problems and they can't really sell their property um, or maybe they want too much money for their property. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really good at turning that into a deal and then finding the people who will then turn around and either buy the deal from us or partner with us or work with us to turn that house into a cash flowing asset. Mm -hmm. That that's that's literally what I do. So I find these deals, I deal source, and I money source. So I find money for our deals. So mm -hmm. I bring deals and money to the table. Mm -hmm. But then I need to work with people who are really good at doing the operations when they have a deal and they have money uh from me they get those things from me i hand that off to them yeah and then they turn around and they hire a crew or they you know work with realtors and they do all the things you need to do to make a deal happen that's amazing and um with that you know um it's kind of something that 
we've had to learn. It's like focus on your superpowers, mm -hmm. right? Focus on on your superpowers and what you're good at. He has these amazing ability to um, be able to master acquisitions in, in all sense of the word, right? In terms of acquiring deals, in terms of acquiring relationships, acquiring talent, um, acquiring, you know, in regards to relationship partnerships that that add to your superpowers. And um, for anyone starting out, that's something that like I would highly recommend, right? It's just focus on what you're good at. Um, and, you know, two truths can exist with that because although um, I say that, and this is the beauty of like even marriage where with what we've had to do because I own a transactions coordinating company and you have a wholesaling company and um, you have partnerships with like Airbnbs and stuff and um, like Noah, right? You and Noah acquire a lot of Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. Last year you guys did what, or this year actually, beginning, mm -hmm. end of last year, beginning of this year, you guys have acquired over, I want to say like 30 properties. 30, 30 doors. Yeah. 30, 30 doors, right? Yeah. Um, 22 of those doors, it's, it's a multifamily. So Correct. It's, it's all one. 20, so so we've got two multifamily in there. One's five doors. Five, and one's yes, doors. you're right. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, and we have two duplexes. So we have two of them that are two doors each. In Sacramento, yeah. So Sacramento is a duplex, mm -hmm. and then um, the Baltimore one's a duplex. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of doors. I love That's that. That's a lot. We love doors. You know, we love, <laughs> we doors. love them. They help a lot. You they, know? They, they, they they open. open they close. Yes. You know, when one closes, another two one more opens. Open. Beautiful. Yeah. That's yes snap right there um but you know with what we do in, in our partnership there there have been times where um it's all about compromise right and 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 working together and there are times where um i do things that are in my superpowers and then you've had to do things not in your superpower mm -hmm. to be able to get things to the finish line and yes. um i think that's like very important when you're working with your partner and, right. and you're building this legacy. And um, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So like sometimes like, um, you know, I think I'm trying to think of a time where I had to do something that's like not really like in my comfort zone to get like a deal done. So we have um, a couple Airbnbs together. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And yeah, yeah, with yeah, one yeah. of them, you've had to help. Um, I like went to the store. Yeah, when I my so health I, wasn't the greatest. Yeah. Um, and that's something you talk about all the time, right? You don't do operations, I you don't, don't do the setups. <laughs> and even with that, that was yeah. a point in our relationship where we had to discuss it and it 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 did bring um a point of conversation, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because it's like this is so against what I do and this is right, so against right, right, who right, I right. am. Exactly. Cause like um I remember that. Yeah, I was like, because like me, my strengths are bringing deals, bringing money, and then I'm done. I want to be able to hand that to somebody and then never hear about it. Mm -hmm. And then that makes money. Mm -hmm. That like that's because like imagine like and the way I think about it is like imagine if I brought a deal but half the money. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't actually be able to do anything mm -hmm. if there's half the money for the deal um, or like half of a deal which doesn't make sense too much, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's either a deal or there's not. Or so mm -hmm. like a really shitty deal. Deal or say. no deal. Deal or no deal. Or like if I bought a really shitty deal that didn't make sense, it's like, no, we're not doing it, right? So I like, I've always seen it as like, all right, I'll bring a good deal and I'll bring 
all the money we need and some, and then I don't want to deal with it. And typically, um, you know, it can be like, like, like in a, in a business partner relationship, I can usually go, not my problem. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like say for example, like one of my, my partner, I handed off the operations and they're like, Oh my gosh, like I can like this broke and we got to go get somebody to fix it or whatever. I can easily go, well, cool. Good luck with that. Not my problem. Cause that's not my job. That's right. not my role or responsibility. And I think truthfully that doesn't exist because in every single one of your partnerships, you've still had to do things. That's true. That's that true. you didn't want to, or it's not in your wheelhouse. And I think that's the beauty of, of partnerships as well. Exactly. So there, that's true. Every single one of my partnerships I've had to every single go one. past my skill, but. Yeah. And vice versa. Vice versa. But, but exactly. Cause I've had my operations guys bring deals. Right. Right. And money. Mm-hmm. So, and even in that sense, right? And like what we do, um, there have been times where I've I've brought deals to the and table you brought and money. brought money. The right? one in so, Phoenix right now, you brought that. The yeah, mm-hmm. right now, Derek, and our lender for our five unit, you brought that lender. Yeah, yeah, and and I, there's one time I went to Target to buy furniture for our Airbnb. Yeah, so and you did see, amazing. Oh, thank you. You did so great. I don't like going to Target. No. Or no, any no. store to buy yeah. anything. I had to go to Costco too. You did. You went to Target. You and did Walmart. you go to Target? You went to Walmart and Costco and you went to Target. We I spent there. um yeah. Well we, we, we went did. together. We, we went, went together. together. Yeah. I, I remember I remember you were in the parking lot in the waiting in the car. You weren't feeling well. And then um I was shopping for like the stuff in Walmart and then one of our properties was closing. Killeen was closing and mm. the, the escrow officer messed up. And she she basically paid the taxes for the for the house. Yeah, when, she, it's when it was already paid, the yeah. taxes had already been paid for the year. And then she she took the money that we were gonna give the seller, and she took like four thousand of it. Yeah. And she she overnighted a check to the local government for taxes, but mm-hmm. the seller had already paid the taxes. So when he saw his wire, he mm-hmm. was like four thousand dollars short, and mm-hmm. he was freaking out. And this is like, we're like the transaction's done. Everything's good. Seller gets $4,000 less than what he was promised. Yeah. He starts freaking out. We start freaking out. We're like, whoa, we paid you. Mm-hmm. Call the escrow officer. And we're like, hey, what's going on? She tells us, you know, she was pretty much like, hey, I actually didn't do anything wrong. I'm right. legally required to pay the taxes. Right. And we had to educate her that, hey, we're actually, the taxes have been paid. Like, look at the county records. They've been paid. Mm-hmm. Um, we got it sorted, mm-hmm. but we got it sorted while I was in Walmart. So yeah, I yeah, literally yeah. was on the phone circling Walmart, getting all this figured out while I was pushing this empty cart. And after that was all resolved, I started getting the shopping items. And you were yeah. like in the car for what, two and a half hours? Um, It was like less than that. I just want to post this really fast. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, that's, that's a good photo. Yeah. I was going to delete it because. You didn't like it? No. Yeah, where you want you want so you, the way to do it, honey. The way to do it is look we at look the at the camera. yeah, we oh, look at the camera. camera yeah. yeah. See, oh, it's that's, so a, good. that's a good photo. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That's cute. But so yes, yes, uh, yes, exactly. You, you, we, we. I think that's being an entrepreneur. You have to kind of sometimes wear multiple hats, right? It's not, yeah. it's not. It differs than you know your traditional W two where you go in and you know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're signing up for. You can literally say that's not my job. That's not what I do, right? Um, 
but I think in this world and I think we've learned more from even being together is is that sometimes you just have to do the things you don't want to do I you do know things I don't want to do every single day yeah yeah I think I think it comes down to um, learning how to enjoy the things you don't I agree with that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to say as well. Yeah. It's finding joy in that. Cause that, that at the end of the day, it, it helps you get to that, that end goal. Right. Yeah, it does. Um, so what, what else we got? What else we got on the, on the docket? Should I pull my phone up? You should. Yeah. So, um, Oh, you got it. So how do our businesses complement each other? Oh, that's easy. So I do the not paperwork things. My business does the not paperwork things. And then her business does the paperwork things. That's an easy question, Jonah. Gotcha <laughs> on that one. Okay. And then um, that's, that's good. And like, um, truthfully, even, even in my business, um, you yourself have just complimented it from the like the very first time. Me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, what have I done? Um, since we first even met, like you came in and you, you helped find like, uh, um, an engineer to like oh, help build, right. yeah. um, my systems and like, you really, you really were an integral part of that. And like, I, I'm so grateful for that. And that's when I'm wow. like, man, this guy's amazing. Oh, that's right. Your backend systems. Yeah. My oh. backend systems. Yeah. To have everything like automated and, yeah. and streamlined. Um, you really came in clutch with that. We, um, yeah, you, you basically, she uses a platform called open to close and how do you like the platform? Is, is it good? For yeah, your... I love it. Truthfully, I, I don't use it that much. My team does, but yeah. it's, it's helped. It helps my client with onboarding them. It helps my team with communicating, getting updates. Um, it's, it's been a life changer. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So yeah, we, I, I helped her hire somebody to set up all the processes and, and he's amazing he's really really great shout out to Lonnie. to Lonnie, yeah yeah um so what's next how did both of our businesses change after we got married mm, i don't think much to be honest yeah um i guess yeah actually yeah for her i'm her only client that doesn't use her portal um or like you know email I just tell her and just hope she remembers. Yeah. And that's like not a good way to do it. Like I'll yeah. just like tell you in passing like, Oh, Hey honey, like you need to call John. Like we just got to deal with him. Like I'll just text you his number by the way. Yeah. Like please like handle it. Thanks. Bye. And like, that's, and I think we're even like, working on that, right? We're working on, on ways to improve yeah. and, and better, better systemize that because even in my business, um, one, like a big way my business has changed primarily is that, I used to be way more hands-on. Mm -hmm. I used to mm -hmm. work all day. Um, like, and, like 16 hours a day. Oh like, my gosh. Yeah. It yeah. was, was crazy. It I was, remember when we started dating, you were, you were working literally, you wake up at like 5 a.m. and be just like working and yeah. then go to bed at midnight. I remember like being like going to bed yeah, at like 10 o'clock. And I'd be yeah. like, like, are you like coming to bed? Yeah. Like, I'm going to work for like a few hours. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I don't know. And then I think, it's also, I had other responsibilities like my siblings as mm -hmm. well. So I just had to really structure my days in a different way. And it's like completely different now. Yeah. Um, and that's how it's changed for me primarily is that I, I'm not 
so much as involved and I even want to, you guys sneeze? No, I was yawning. Oh, I was on past my bedtime. It's past my bedtime. Guys, it's East Coast time here. Honey, it's only 8.38. It's I'm not sleeping. new. <laughs> you want coffee? No, no, because I woke up at four this morning and then I yeah. went to bed at like one. So I'm sleeping. I was gonna if we didn't have this podcast, I would have been in bed by now. Yeah. Yeah, remember that other night, like two nights ago, I went to bed at like seven thirty. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. I love sleep. <laughs> um I, I interrupted you. I don't even know. Um but yeah. It, it, the business changes, the business changes as we progress. And um, even what you were doing before your business has changed, but I don't think it's been necessarily impacted by no, us I don't, getting married. I think, um, I think we're uh, just no, doing more, we're just doing more. We business. can do more of what we do. Like, yeah. for example, like I raised more money than I've ever raised in my life. And then she was able to make it possible because she coordinated, organized and did the logistics for all of our investors for like a $1.5 million raise. Um, and we raised $50,000 at a time. So you can do the math there. And that was like, I remember that scheduling, like we literally scheduled like, like 20 or 30 people in 10 minutes. Zooms yeah. back back. And she coordinated all of it, like, and filled up my entire Saturday, my entire Sunday from morning to evening, oh with like small, just like small bathroom yeah. breaks in between. Yeah. I just remember like, I, I'm like, I got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like all I had to do was just show up yeah. and just like, just be on the zoom and then everyone would flow through. Mm-hmm. And I, all I was like, I like 10 minutes to explain the project, mm-hmm. get the, get the commitment and then tell them how to, you know, do the paperwork and sign up. Mm-hmm. But all the back end, she and Noah yeah. just really handle that. Yeah. And that's something that like I've never, you know, been able to do by myself. Yeah. Um that was fun. That was, was fun. Great. That's that was a memory. That, that was a memory. That was a memory. Yeah. yeah. I we were in the the Phoenix um Airbnb Catalina, Yeah. Yeah. And um I just sat up at like the table. Yeah. And, and then, you know, it was just like literally back like, to back morning to, back to, to night. Back. And yeah. I just remember being like I just felt like a badass though. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is. Like, it is a badass yeah. feeling. That was cool. That, that was fun. You're a badass, though. Oh, thanks, thanks for being there. Thanks, honey. You are too. Um, what do you think, in your opinion, honey, when you look at couples that you um, look up to? Like, what what are components or traits that make them, you know, a successful power couple? So I got two off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And in no particular order. Actually, I'll do it in my favorite order. Uh, first is Pace and Laura. My favorite power couple, Pace and Laura. Um, my second favorite power couple is um, Alex Hermosi and Layla Hermosi. Alex and Layla. My like second. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know them personally. I know Pace and Layla, uh, Pace and Laura. I don't know Alex and uh, Layla personally, but we like had a Zoom with Layla, and she's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite aspects of them. Um, are, are probably um, they really understand the other person and like let that person like exist mm-hmm. like as they are mm-hmm. you know um, that's something I really notice that they do like you know they really understand the quirks and like the how the other person processes things in life mm-hmm. and they, they completely accept that mm-hmm. and they actually accommodate that yeah 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 and they both they both do that really well yeah yeah i i agree what about They're you? amazing um 
I think what makes a successful power couple is, um, to your point of couples who make each other feel seen, heard, and valued and um, give that space to one another to thrive and, and to be who they are and, and to encourage and support that. Because, um, you know, a lot of times we hear, and it's typically when couples aren't in the same industry, mm -hmm. right, where... Yeah there's always this conflict or there's always this friction where, um, and I, I, you know, it's not to like, I guess anyone's fault. It's like, it's difficult to be able to see from someone's lens if you don't do that thing every day. Um, but with both of the power couples you mentioned, they work within the same umbrella, you know, like they, they see each other and they're, they're able to see what that other person does. Um, and I guess, even in a lot of relationships where, you know, maybe the husband is working in real estate and, and the wife is not, they're still very successful couples mm -hmm. oh, yeah. who, who, all the time. yeah, encourage, still encourage each other, each other and feel seen and feel appreciated and push each other. Um, but I think that's the, the core of it all is just like being with someone who really sees you, understands you, encourages you, wants you to thrive and, and wants you to do your best. Um, those are the traits that I, I, I look up to and um, I try to embody, you know, and in terms of just as a person, but like, especially with you, like, I always want you to feel seen, heard, valued, um, respected. And that's, that's very important to me. That's so sweet. I, um, and I know when we first started dating, that was like a core value for you. Like, well, that's something we talked about. Like for you, it was, you want a non-negotiable for you in a relationship is to feel valued, feel seen, feel heard. And that's something I've always strived to, um, to, to, to give you, not that I always succeed, but it's been something I strive for. Um, and it's interesting because I do feel those things from you, but it's interesting because I don't, I'm not sure if I, necessarily value them as much as mm -hmm. you do but it's interesting so let me tell you let me give you an example of like a time where um like moments where i feel very safe in the mm -hmm. relationship very good and it's moments where like say i want to like i want to play hooky a little bit mm -hmm. i'm like maybe i have some work to do I'm like i want to play computer games I want to play my PlayStation. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I got some stuff, but you know, I might play a couple, couple hours of video games and stay up to like one or two in the morning playing video games. Mm -hmm. You have never given me shit for that. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and actually, she is. She has um, encouraged that. Like, hey, good for you, honey. I'm glad you had fun. I'm glad you enjoyed that. And so for that, like things like that instead of feeling like shame or guilty for decompressing, I feel validated. I feel like, oh, cool, like nice. I feel, so I feel free. Mm -hmm. I have that freedom. And, and maybe now that I'm articulating it, maybe you could even say I'm it's feeling seen. seen. Yeah, yeah that's what exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. But for me, it's, that's not how I process it. I'm mm -hmm. not processing it as like, oh, she sees me. Cause I'm like, she's like playing games or whatever. And she's not like, Hey, that's lame. That's silly. That like doesn't process in my mind as 
being seen or heard, it processes in my mind as being free. Mm. Like not stifled. I think um, for me, because that's also been a non-negotiable is that freedom. Yeah. But I think that's a byproduct of yeah. all of those oh, yeah. traits, you yeah. know, when you feel seen, when you feel heard, when you feel valued, there is that sense of freedom that, that mm -hmm. comes from that. I feel, um, I feel unstifled in a relationship. I feel like I can be myself. I can make the kind of jokes I want to make. I can literally do whatever I want to do. And I think that that's a big, um, that's something I tell a lot of people is when you find the right person, you get to actually be more of yourself. Yeah. Because they help bring that out of you. Yeah. So that's how I feel. That's beautiful. What a word. Ditto. And you do an amazing job um, at making me feel seen, heard, and valued, baby. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I, I, I got um, prescription glasses to help you feel seen. Me too. I, I now wear Actually, true story. She would never. She's like anti-glasses, like swear to God. Anti-glasses. But like we'll be watching like Game of Thrones or something and she'd be like. Like anytime. She'd be like, hey, can you tell me something? Why you tell my business out like this, huh? <laughs> Wow. And it took me, well, how long did it take me to convince you to get wow. glasses? Three months? I, months? Every I'm day, I'd be like, honey, please stop squinting at the. And then, you know, I finally convinced her to go get glasses at Costco. And now somebody wears their glasses when we watch TV. Go to I, I do. Well, it's because, you know, you know the reason behind that, right? The reason behind why I have to now wear glasses when I'm watching something is because I started the process of already wearing glasses. So like my eyesight has weakened even more. That's that's the real reason, in case you were wondering. <laughs> interesting, huh? These are interesting. Oh, we're getting spammed here. <laughs> yeah, look, let's what we do. Block user. Boom. Got Amazing. Parisa said, I have a question for oh, you. What's, up, what's your question, girl? What's your question? We might have an answer. Or we might not. She might be. Uh, she, she might can, you, can you see who is um, viewing it? No, no, it's anonymous. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. What up, peeps? Yeah, we got okay. some live viewers right now. That's cool. Yeah. What's the next question? Um, how does one lead, baby? I think it depends on the context, because you lead in some things and I lead in some things. Yeah. Give me, give me more. So, like for example, um, if like things need to get done, mm -hmm. especially like around the house, mm -hmm. you definitely take charge. You're like, hey, honey, this needs to get done. We need to do this. Da -da 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 which is really good because I struggle with those things. Side story, when I first moved to Phoenix, I was living outside of a um, suitcase for like a week and a half, two weeks. And I would have actually stayed the entire year in Phoenix living out of a suitcase. Also, oh, thank you. Because it's easy. Like all my clothes are in that box. And then like, you know, I wash them and I fold them and I put them back in the suitcase and zip it up. Mm -hmm. But um, I started dating her and she actually bought me um, drawers in a closet 
<laughs> one of those Amazon closets to put <laughs> yes to put clothes into. We had an IKEA date. We went to IKEA yeah. and bought all the things. Oh, awesome! Mm -hmm. And then you know, um, you know, I, I always tell her she turned my house into a home. Mm. So she's she's a really good homemaker. So like homemaking, she leads. Um, and me, I, I probably lead in like direction for finances. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, let's do this with our finances. Hey, let's um, let's like you know spend money here. Let's not spend money here. Let's focus our businesses here. Let's not focus our businesses here. I would um, say we both do that. But that's what I was gonna say because we both contribute. Yeah, we contribute because it's not like, hey, let's do this. Cool. Because even on the homemaking front, I have a lot of input mm -hmm. on how things go too. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, this doesn't make sense. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting because it's. I think the the leading is pretty fluid. Yeah, yeah. It might be like 60, 40 yeah. on some things, mm -hmm. but it's not like. It's not like a hundred percent. No, it's not like that. We don't. Yeah. We don't. We don't do that um, unless like. I think the only time it's one hundred percent leading on something is literally like the shit we're masters at. Like for paperwork, like I never, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, she's got it. And if, if she's ever, if you're ever like, hey, we got to do it this way. I like, I'm like, oh, we're doing it that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like for sales and negotiations, I'm yeah. like, we're, we're going to do this. And we're doing it. Like yeah. It's not like, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? It's not. Now, of course, there are times where we, even then, even paperwork, all like, We'll still discuss because I remember I'll be like, hey, like this clause, like mm -hmm. what if we did it this way? Mm -hmm. And you're really receptive to that. And even in negotiations, you might be like, well, what if you actually just said this to your seller? Actually, man, yeah, let me try that. Yeah. So even then, in those cases, it's never really, it's very fluid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. Fluid. That's, I like that. I like that. Yeah. I just think it's silly to have like a person who is uh, quote unquote leading at all times just because i think that's kind of silly mm -hmm. i think um i think what we do is we make decisions together yeah and we don't necessarily make decisions together on every single decision just the big ones um, like for example if you wanted to get things like you know like for the house you just buy them and it just gets done if i want to like buy things or computer equipment or whatever i just but like we just kind of have a pulse before we make like big purchases yeah just like hey like you know you know whatever um or like if we're gonna do like a new business venture we, we always talk about it we do yeah, yeah yeah there you know there have been times where you were presented an opportunity and i'm like wait like this doesn't actually sync with who you are right oh that was really good you that know? was really and good because like, i would have jumped so on it. for it and i'm yeah, like this that was really something smart. in it just wasn't sitting right in my spirit yes. that was really um, smart i'm glad i didn't take that opportunity yeah that was not a, that was an both opportunity ways, both ways where there have been times where you came come in and you're like actually this partnership doesn't fit you mm -hmm. you know like this mm -hmm. doesn't make sense um you can do so much more in, in something different, you know, and, yeah. and you've, you've been that voice of reason. So I think um, the question of how does one lead, I think one leads by not being forceful. Mm -hmm. I think one leads by um, also being receptive. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think those are important components to like having like a good leader. Yeah. Right. 
Um, and we're learning every day too in, in our own personal businesses together, but in, in also in our prospective businesses. Um, I think you, with leading, it's just a, a continuous journey. Yeah, I think so too. I think like, also like we both have very similar styles of leadership because um, at least, you know, me as a person, and I can say this for the both of us, we're very involved leaders. We're, we're not like, we've all met leaders leaders who are like my way or the highway what's yeah there's like a lot of ego yeah a lot we of defensiveness like yeah. we literally don't bring ego into our conversations we'll we've had really tough conversations before with like literally no ego yeah and it's just really cool because we're able to both step out of our shoes mm -hmm. and look at the bigger picture and just talk about something without getting personal like getting you know, but her, yeah, taking stuff. it personal, yeah. And that way we feel like we can really make strong decisions. For example, mm -hmm. moving here to Virginia, we literally, yeah. we were like, we were like kind of going back and forth and we were like, wait a minute, let's make a T-chart <laughs> of pros and cons of staying. We wheeled in our little whiteboard, right. our big whiteboard. It was that one actually. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. right there. And we made a giant T and we're like pros, cons. And, and you know, moving pros cons of staying. Mm -hmm. We sat there for two fucking hours. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can say fuck on YouTube, but we stayed there for two fucking hours mm -hmm. and like wrote all the pros, all the cons, all the pros, all the cons. And then it was like pretty obvious. We were like, okay, we should move. Like it makes it, more sense. It was like yeah. we were like, okay, like here's the facts. Yeah. Like we made we both like we both made that together. Mm -hmm. We and like we didn't really like disagree with the facts. It's like, hey, well, this is a con. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. This is a pro. Yeah, that's a pro. Okay. This is a con. Yeah, that's a con. And then after we see like 50 cons and like, you know, for, for whatever, one, one, and mm -hmm. then like 30 cons for the other, and then a hundred pros, yeah. and, you know, 20 pros. Well, like, okay, we should, we should move. And then we were like smart. We were like, how do we mitigate the cons of moving? Like, if we're gonna move, how do we like make the cons less worse? Yeah, how do we, we turn them into a pro? We right? did that, yeah. which is really cool. We're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna, da, 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 da. and that was really cool. And that that's interesting because we made a big decision very decisively, very quickly, and then we both felt good about it. Yeah, which is really cool. Well, that's also something that um, I think you helped me with in the beginning because from the beginning you've always said oh like i'm very decisive i make mm, decisions fast that's true you yeah. know you've always said that and you've proved that and um i think that has helped me in, in so many ways too and that's something else i'm grateful for because um that's how you you lead too where it's like you are decisive but like you're not forcing your decision no i don't like sense. to force i don't like to force my decision on people yeah i just like making the decision even if it's but, not the decision I want. Right, right. And I, I really like that. And it, it, it creates this environment um, where it, it just kind of makes things flow, right? Yeah. Because, because I'm also not attached to a lot of things. I as love a concept. that about you. So I freaking love that when about you me. make these decisions, as long as it's logical and makes sense, like there's no yeah. really fight back, there's no push back to that um, yeah you're and I really compliment each other in, in i think so way. too you're you're really good at like not being attached to a specific outcome yeah you're really outcome dependent uh, outcome independent um like whether it's like where you're living what you're doing that day 
a deal. Oh my gosh. She is, I'm so outcome dependent yeah. on deals. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, oh, we got a deal. All right. We got to close escrow. All right. Wait, why is the seller not responding? Hey, did this seller sign? Like, did the seller sign? How come they haven't signed the addendum? What's going on? And that stresses me out. Oh my God. That stresses me out. Even, yeah, continue though. Oh my God. I know it's, it's, I'm stressed out. I get stressed out because like I'm in acquisitions. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. I understand So like, like on my side, like we get paid. I put bread on the table. I feed my family when the deal is done. So any little thing that can mess up a deal is like, I'm on like, like high alert, hair trigger response, like anything for a deal i'm very protective of the deal Mm -hmm. whereas you know i know obviously you don't want to lose deals for Mm -hmm. the clients but it is different when you get paid first Mm -hmm. regardless of the deal going through you got you know you got paid well i used to not i know and that would suck right but like so that's the thing that i've realized as well in that and i think it's i've always been this way but like i used to like drop things at any any person's like demand of like oh I need this sent out now oh my gosh sellers are anxious now like and I've been doing this I've I've closed so many transactions for investors I've helped so many people with deals where I I've realized this this trait this theme of if a deal is not going to go through it's it's that urgency rarely has anything to do with it you know what I mean um, it has to do with like most times, like, and you're so great at it. And like a lot of times, even with you, because you built such great rapport with sellers and you still get anxious about it, but like, <laughs> like I've seen it so many times where like that, like, like all of that outside anxiousness has nothing to do with whether a deal gets to the finish yeah. line. Yeah. It's so true. It, and you know, I mean, Cause it's like the opposite to where like, again, right in the beginning, I didn't get paid until the very end. And 70% of the time people wouldn't even close their deals. And I've done everything of Mm -hmm. like calling within 20 minutes, this, this, and that, and it still doesn't go through. Right. Um, And again, it's just, it's truthfully based on that rapport. And, and just, if a seller doesn't want to sign to you, they don't want to get to the finish line. And a lot of times they'll even do everything in the beginning. And then like, Oh, I changed my mind. Right. So I don't know. I I don't think there's like their components of like, this needs to be done this way in order for the deal to get to the finish line. Correct. It's, it's, it's interesting though. Right. So like, I like having my bases covered. So like, for example, if we have a deal that's signed, but we didn't send earnest money, Mm -hmm. that deal is not legally binding. So if the seller decides to back out of that deal and we never sent earnest money, then we actually can't proceed with litigation to go go after them for non-performance, failure to perform on the contract that they signed on. So like that earnest money is something I'm a stickler on. Like, hey, did we send earnest money? Did we get the wire instructions? Mm-hmm. Those are things that to me are time sensitive because, you know, we that that legitimizes the contract. Yet has it ever happened? where we lost a deal because we didn't send DMV on time? No, that's no. never happened. Yeah. Maybe one out of a hundred might happen. Yeah. But is it worth stressing 
that's the thing where that stresses me out where it's like i can't if i can't stress out about it i can't so you know it's it's a little different right like we don't get paid on acquisitions until the deal is done and everyone got paid Mm -hmm. and so we're stressed until closing date and the money's been transferred and checks got signed you're stressed because we're stressed yeah yeah. But like, if we weren't pushing you, it'd probably be still fine. You'd probably get it done. But the the stress of a lot of the the risk and stress is mitigated because if you get paid up front, no matter what. Well, with your deals, I don't get paid no, up front. That's, that's true. You know, so. Um, well, no, we do. We pay you up front half because we get a discount because we're married. No, so. <laughs> oh, you don't actually charge us till closing. I don't, I don't charge you till closing. No, but we we, we we change we can change like it's not necessary and I. <clears> you know, it's part, that's a part of being, being married. With OTC, I, you see, know? this is okay. this is why I married her. <laughs> so yeah, that's. Uh, that's... Uh, no, that's why you married me. <laughs> I thought you let that slide. I married her because I love her. Okay, well. And she does my paperwork. Only because I do this paperwork. Let's get that straight. I love her. She's amazing. So this um, other question, how do you, in regards to stress, in regards to anxiousness, and that's actually, I'm so passionate about this, that like our energy is so important, Yeah. you know, and how we talk to each other and how we talk to our loved ones and, and how we talk to the world. Like I'm, such a stickler on that yeah so even like with the clients i bring on like i'm very adamant about the energy that truthfully like i work with and oh if somebody if somebody says something write something in an email that she doesn't like she'll like hey i don't like this person literally i'm not working with like and that's because it's so important to me you know Mm -hmm. like i i want to be in a state of flow i want to get the job done and i want to do the best job but I don't like the anxiousness from from people. I, I really use don't. The, uh, people me um, as a concept. So so how how's my my anxiousness been? It's gotten way better, baby. It's, gotten, better. it's See, gotten way better. I've been learning. Yeah, it's gotten way better. I literally just like oh, I might ask once, and then you're just you'll just be like I'm on it, and then I'll just I'll just leave it. Yeah, that's it. That's really I think like the the I need to still ask once though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll ask once, and then she'll be like I'm on it. And then we'll be like, that's it. Yeah. I don't have to worry about it. How do you separate business from personal problems? My business problems are personal. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> um, I don't I don't think like we don't really deal with that. Um, truthfully we don't. Like when is it time? And like Again, right? We're so unattached. We respect each other. If, if we go through problems, that's right. just a byproduct of being in a relationship. And you know, when you're working with someone as well, right? Um, but I, I, I think our businesses, other than the Airbnbs and like the rap stuff, and um, our prospective businesses don't really like coincide. Where like we're up in each other's businesses. No, no, no. I know? think in the beginning when I was like, did you talk to my seller yet? Mm-hmm. Did they sign? Did they sign? Tell me they signed. Why didn't they sign? What do you mean you're going to talk to them tomorrow? Mm-hmm. I, what do you mean you emailed them and they responded and they said they're going to talk tomorrow? Why isn't it done tonight? Mm-hmm. 
that was like in the beginning mm -hmm. but like you know i think you were very clear about like you're really good about going like hey look like i do this like relax and i saw you perform consistently without missing which made me relax more to the point where we're at now where it's like you got it like, let, let, let a player perform. Yeah, you got it. So, <laughs> yeah, we're not really in each other's business like that. But like if, if we were to go through, um, like if we're having issues in our, you know, interpersonal relationship, like how do we not let the conflict affect each other or like our business? It doesn't though. Because I remember once, like we were early on dating and like you were, I did something, you're upset with it, but then you you like, you were like, I need some space for a minute, for a minute. Mm -hmm. and then you took that space to like work on one of my deals. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I don't think it like affects. <laughs> I don't even remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is funny. Yeah, it, it doesn't like. I'm I'm not someone who like won't do work. Yeah. Or like, right. like, like if we're around people, like have like major attitude and you're not that way either, no, no, you know, no, like we no. don't, we don't let that. And I think it's, it's very important of like, what should we go through personally? Like we don't let it go outside. No, exactly. You know? and, if I'm, if I'm upset with some, let's say I'm upset with Bob, but I like have a deal with Bob. I got to talk to Bob Seller. I'm not going to not like if, if me and Bob had beef and he's like, bro, your mama, yeah. so, your mama so fat. Yeah. I'm like, Bob get out of here man yeah i ain't cool with that joke yeah. man we're not cool right now mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go not talk to bob seller right or if you do talk to bob seller you're not gonna be like that bob no no no. you know not. oh my gosh that bob. i think i think it's because we're professionals oh we are professionals so we don't let that bleed in no 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 okay so what are your greatest fears when starting and um what are your greatest fears now my greatest fears when starting was talking to sellers mm -hmm. which is funny because that's like what i i like made that my primary means of income mm -hmm. my greatest fear now like in business business it's not not getting it and not like you know like not getting it tell me more what does that mean like there's that like right now my business is like right here mm -hmm. and then i need a breakthrough to get right here like, mm -hmm. and then and then you know after i get there i might have another breakthrough to get here oh you feel like you're just you're gonna hit a plateau and like yeah and then not that's it. overcome that yeah exactly like mm -hmm. not getting it. what about you how okay follow-up question okay how do you feel like you've over you've overcome the talking to sellers so it for people who are starting out mm -hmm. who are going to watch this later on and that's their biggest fear because they're in that same position now how are you able to overcome that fear oh you just do it not like you just do nothing but that thing that makes you the most scared yeah because like if i'm afraid of porcupines mm -hmm. And then I go and I'm like, I'm just going to go to Africa and just like go to the porcupine den and like camp with the porcupines, live with the porcupines, mm -hmm. eat with the porcupines. Mm -hmm. You will be terrified and you will be under a lot of stress. And 
it will shock your nervous system in your body, which it did mine. Mm -hmm. And yet, after you survive it, mm -hmm. you will not be afraid of porcupines anymore. I love that. I love that. And how do you feel like you're going to overcome your fear of um, being able to hit that next level? Oh, just never quitting. I like that. That's what I was going to say. And yeah. just surrounding yourself with people who are doing dope stuff, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. like continuously inspire you. Yeah. You can't lose if you don't quit. Can't lose if you don't quit. So, honey, how about you? What are your my fears? my biggest fear in the beginning of starting um, a TC company was when I was first doing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how do I do all the things? Like, I was scared to even like go over contracts, babe. You know, and wow. again, to your point. I just started to do it for free <laughs> over and over. You did it for free for people? I did it. Yeah, in the beginning, baby. Same, I was same. doing everything for free. I talked to sellers for free. Yeah, where deals wouldn't close. Or I guess not for free, but I would not get paid until the end. And majority of those deals didn't close. So was it thanks to you they didn't close or was it thanks to the seller or then the buyer? Um, it was it was the client. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. It yeah, wasn't yeah. like you're like no, no, no. Oh, I don't know how to read this contract. Oh, no, no, no. It was like not finding a buyer oh, okay, or okay. liens came up unannounced okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. You don't miss. No, no. But in the beginning, I wasn't as confident. In the beginning, there were a lot of things I didn't know. But, you know, and that's that's that fear that came out. But I just kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept um, understanding like people's fears and like being able to come up with rebuttals or third party stories, you know? Um, and you know, as you do more, you create more third party stories, right? And you, you add it to your, um, to your box, box of third party stories. Um, so that's what I did. That's what I did. And, um, I'm here now and it's like, I, I can do it in my sleep. What's your greatest fear now? My greatest fear now Truthfully, is my greatest fear is not removing myself from my business. Ooh, that's, that's, that's my greatest fear that's of a, not completely good, removing mm, myself. That's ooh, that's because like fear. as you know we're growing and as we're doing other things, it's like like we only have so much time and yeah. we talk about this all the time, yeah. right? It's like you don't want your focus to be on so many things and yeah. That's how I sometimes feel where it's like I, I am focused on so many things where I like it's not going to be fulfilling long term. No. Well, that's, that's a good that's fear. That's a, good, that's, a, that's a strong fear. That's a good one. That's the chef's kiss of fears. <laughs> I love that one. But then also I have like thoughts of like, you know what? Like I'm going to attach if it, if it becomes to that point where like, I can't remove myself. I'm just going to end this. I'm gonna end this, and I'm. I'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I and I'll uh, just I'll just do your TC work by myself, and like that'll be okay. You yeah, know. Please but, still do ours. Yeah, I'll, I'll still do. I'm yours. gonna make a proposition. Yeah. I know we're not finished. Mm -hmm. I am very sleepy. Yeah. Past my bedtime. Uh huh. If enough people want a part two, we'll do a part two, and we'll finish the questions. Yeah. It's been an hour. This podcast is typically for an hour. Yeah. Munif is very sleepy. He's a sleepy boy. We're going to end it with one final question. Oh, wow. If you can go back to Munif when starting in real estate, what would you tell your old self knowing what you know now? Bro, don't quit, bro. What you doing? Go talk to those sellers, bro. That's it.
but it's what I did. So it's like me, like telling my past self, I know he did it because I'm right here sitting in the seat. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. So like, think of like your future self talking to you now. What would he or she say to you? Just imagine that and then go do those things. And then you get to be that future self Mm -hmm. because I'm the future self of my past self being scared and still talking to selves. So I'm very proud of him. He did really good. That's beautiful. What about you? It's beautiful. Same thing. Just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. That's nice. Yeah. Guys, you heard it here first. (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep going. That is another episode of Scorch the Fears podcast with your hosts today, Munif and Love Saza. (laughs) We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jonah, for letting us use your podcast. Mm -hmm. You're awesome. Can't wait to hang out with you. Love you. Thank you, Jonah. Bye. Bye, guys.